Welcome to Ridge to Ridge Outdoors podcast. Based out of Southern California, we talk hunting, tips and tactics, the outdoors, and everything in between to help our fellow hunters find success. Brought to you by Victory Archery, the carbon arrow experts. Supported by schoutdoors.com, the largest Southern California hunting forum. Sponsored by Archery Geeks Custom Strings. Use promo code RIDGE15 to save 15% off your order. What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to another episode with us. Me and John are in the in the studio again. We got our boy Andy Gabberzak. Yes, Andy Gabberzak. John likes to refer to him as Gabberzak. Yeah. Well, that was kind of a letdown. I thought you guys said just went through that whole spiel every time. I didn't know you had it recorded. No, wow. John, that's a, a, wow, no, no. dude. That's oh. the Roadcaster Pro, dude. We're smoking, we're smoking mirrors in the Wizard of Oz here. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah, it's I'm high tech. So discouraged, dude. Listen, you that know? board right there makes life easy. I thought you guys are like super yeah. professionals and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Well, oh, man. And then, and then we it takes this and we put it here, and I do a little of this, <laughs> and then goes uploaded, and then it's yeah, out to man. everybody. Let's do, dude. Listen, check us out. We're biting Joe Rogan style. Oh. No, I don't know. I don't know what he runs. But, yeah, man, I mean, we got equipment that sounds pretty good, dude. So oh, No shit, man. Yeah, it's, it's come a long way. Yeah, without a it's doubt it has. You know, it's come quite a bit. And, and I've, I think I've said it before. I never would have thought that the podcast is where it's at today compared to where it was when I started it with Patrick. And, you know, in the humble beginnings of the kitchen table at my house, you know, my old lady come home from work. What the fuck you guys? <laughs> it's like, hey, we got we to gotta cut that out now, you know? Like, <laughs> she's like, you guys up to no good again, you know? And I'm Rapping. driving along. I'm driving along and listening to it. My wife's going. You know, in the early days, she's like, "Oh my god, these guys really?" And I was like, "Don't worry, it gets yeah, better." Yeah. You know, like, that's right. It gets better. And then she's listening. And she's like, "Well, those are the same guys." And I was like, "Partly." She's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> you know, it, it, it has come. A, it has come a long ways. You know, and uh, you did get two strikes the other day, though. Oh yeah, lordy, I forget, I forget what it was about. Though. Well, it doesn't count. Yeah. Then that's all right. If you can't remember it, don't yeah. count. No, you know she'll remind saying? me. So, I mean, <laughs> it, is, it is what it is. And, uh, yeah, we've come a long way since John. And, you know, Patrick, obviously, prior commitment and, and his work life and whatnot, and he just took a bow out, which is cool, you know. Yeah, I respect him, that. Man. You know, he's he's a cop now, you know. He, he's got to focus on Plus, his shit, his schedule sucks, dude. It's like all night. He don't have no time for this. <laughs> you know, he probably has barely enough time to wash his clothes. Where's he at now? He's out of Riverside, dude. Oh. He'll, he'll pull your ass over, dude. He sees you. Ain't fucking around. He's a hardcore little guy, dude. Not me. I'm a law-abiding citizen. Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, you got a ring on the driveway, man. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Cell phone in the ear. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, man. Why don't you go ahead and give yourself a plug for the listeners so they kind of understand who you are and what you're about, man? Man, you know what? Um, I'm a nobody. You know what? I just go out, and if there's a season, I'm probably hunting it. Except for this turkey season with all this COVID stuff going on, and. uh I went out, scouted one day, saw seven other people, and um, damn, I hate that. And I went, "This ain't happening, right? You know, this is not happening." Turn around, so, come home. Yeah, it's um, bad enough on opening day when you got people pulling up on your decoys and stuff, especially for turkeys. <laughs> and it's like, hey, you know what? You notice it's not moving, and all of a sudden they're looking around for you. And I was like, Jesus Christ, I can't see you. And I was like, that's the fucking point, yeah. you know? And um, that means it works. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, I was like, well, shit, you know, I wish you were a real turkey, you know, instead right. of just a turkey. And, um, now, you know, so that was the only thing that I've really missed, you know, um, duck season was fun. Duck season's always fun. Yeah. And, you were, um, you were the only person that I know that shot more birds than you is, uh, a guy on the SCH outdoors.com. His, his name is, uh, Aeon. 
Oh, okay. And that that dude, man, yeah. he's a bird smacking. Oh, him and him and Kelly, and yeah. uh, you know that's crazy, man. Dude, that's Getting awesome. Getting down there in Mexico and stuff like that, and I had an invite to go down, and I'm, uh, you know, if this stuff keeps up and and shit goes south, you know what? I'm I might be in Mexico, you know. Yeah, you never and, know, uh, man. If not, you know what? There's one way or another, you know, whatever goes down. You know, it either I'm hunting here or I'm hunting someplace right. else, you know, because I'm going to chase ducks. And, um, you know, if I got to add another two weeks onto my vacation or my, my elk hunt, I'm going to do it, right. you know. And on the way back down, you know, and I'll stop in Salt Lake. I've got friends in Salt Lake. You know what? I've got friends in Michigan. I've got friends on the East Coast. Everywhere. And, um, you know, and that's leading into that, you know, and that's all part of um, – the dinner that I put on with CWA, you know, right. and it's, uh, we get a lot of active duty Marines in there and I got a soft spot for them poor bastards, you know, cause I was one of them poor right. bastards, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, you're out here and you get some kids sitting out in the, in the barracks over the weekend. The only thing they know how to do is drink and fight, Yeah, you know, and, um, some of them come from hunting backgrounds and they want to go hunting, you know, and they think, oh, I'm in California. This sucks. You know, there ain't nothing to hunt say come on down man you know check this stuff out here you know they start showing them some pictures and they're like hey, you know what i dream about birds like that right i was like that's a cinnamon teal man we can shoot seven a day right you know it's like, oh yeah you're so full of shit and you show them some straps and they're looking they're like i want to do that yeah you know? i want to so, go do it well then let's do it you yeah, know take them and uh yeah you know we set it up we have that dinner you know um my buddy justin wilson um you know, there's Steve Fettis, uh, Chris Mort, and a couple other guys that were really um, into setting up that dinner the first time. And um, from that, the CWA veteran hunts started Right from our chapter. You know, we went in and we sold it to uh, Tim Devanis and CWA. And um, when that happened, they turned around and, you know, they gave the active duty Marines from Pendleton a hunt up at their flagship marsh in the Suicide Marsh, you know, and they take us up there for a weekend. They take 10 of those guys up there, you know, and uh, show them what, you know, what a real duck lodge is, you know. Right, That's right. And, cool. uh, Go get in the sit-in blinds. Oh. All them pits. Five-star, you oh, know. Yeah, ride Eaters. a boat, oh, ride wow. a boat yeah. out there, you know. Uh, we've got um, we've got professional guides, you know, yeah. at uh, duck calling champions, you know. Yeah. Um, top-notch guys, man. You know, we had, um, who's that sporting chef guy? Um Sport. He cooked. He he cooked us dinner. You know, two years ago. Oh, sporting chef Scott Lasith. You okay. know, he's got shows on Sportsman's and Outdoor Channel Scott and all of their stuff. Lasith, yeah. Lathan? And uh, he's called the Sporting Chef, and uh, he turned around. And he went out. He came out and cooked us dinner, man. You know, and it was freaking awesome, man. You know, and um, yeah, that's great. It's good stuff. Like I said, you know, but they shoot. You know, there's probably. I don't know how many hunts they have available now for just veterans, you know, active duty slash veterans just through CWA. And, um, and they're doing a hell of a job, you know, they, they've got a great project going down at Worcester right now and it's S 20 and the, and the T tens. And I was looking at it and it was like, I can't see it, but you know what? They're, they're on the ground and they know what the hell they're doing. So I'm going to, I'm going to trust them with it, but right. You know, they do a lot of good work out there for us, you know, and uh, there's a lot of people that bitch, oh, it's all moonscaped, you know. And it's like, well, it's either that or, you know, you walk through freaking 200 yards of toolies and you're not doing yeah. that either, you know. You yeah. get a chance to hunt it now. You now know? you got an, op- an option to hunt it. You know? Yeah. And in, in two years, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. You know, 
Okay. I, I just think that there's a lot of argument in the fact that people down there in Worcester, they're saying that it's not what it used to be, right? As far as the, the you know, the actual dikes and whatnot and the way that they, they use the water allocation and all that kind of stuff. They just say it could be better than what it is. And, you know, kind of the finger points towards management, but I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You know what? There was that, there was that battle with management, you know, and um, right now that seems to be changed for the better. Right. You know, um, the management team that's in there right now is um, I was down there and, and those guys are kicking ass. Are they? You know, I've seen, I've seen more work done on there in the last year or shoot since December than I have in the last three years right? You know, combined, you know, and, uh, and the kids are there and, and the kids are busting their ass. There's more guys on deck, you know, and there's, and they're working, you know, and, uh, it's really nice to see, man, you know, it's nice to see some of those places get burnt, you know, and, um, it's going to open up some opportunities, you know, if, if the water comes through and, we don't get, you know, the state crying budget woes and all this other stuff, right. you know, but then again, you know, that's, that's politics. And it is. And that's, that's, I think that's the issue because, you know, the wildlife area is allotted X amount of acre footage of water a year, you know, and if they're not using that for what it's intended for, that's where the griping comes in because they're not using what they could have. So there's, there's blinds that are dry because they're not using all of the water. No, because, they, you know, they ran into that and are like, well, why is this field dry? And it was because they couldn't get that water. You know, it, I that flood that came through from IID, it was all IID's fault. See, I don't, I don't even, I don't, I don't, you, it, can you touch on that? I, it, or you don't have to if you don't no, want to. No, it came through and they had those big flash floods out there. And what, what it did is it came through and it overblew the Z dike. Right. The Z drain, which um, was left abandoned okay. by IID because now with all the, water conservation and everything like that they're they're running through and they're not running water through it anymore so you're right, not getting yeah, that water draining exactly. inch so they're like oh why are we even fighting with this thing right. so they just let it overgrow we got those flash floods you know and you got oranges you know coming up showing up in the in the campground the nearest orange grove is yeah six it's up miles up. it's no it's it's probably four miles upstream up north the drain. Of, north of worcester <laughs> East of Worcester. Okay. At the base of the chocolates out yeah, there yeah, and right. stuff like that. So that water was just a flash flood. Right. You know, and when it, it was going through and it couldn't make it through the drain anymore, it popped the drain and, yeah. it, you know, it dumped eight inches of silt into the campground, you know. Oof. And the roads out there suck anyway. Yeah, there, it rains, it's a nightmare. You, know? you ever been stuck out there? I have not. No? I have not. Oh, dude. I've helped a couple people out, but oh, man. I have not been stuck. Yeah. You see, like, minivans down those things up all laid up in the ditches and stuff. But, then, to get them again, but then again, you know what? That's the, you know, when you've been there for more than two or three years, right? you know where to go. Oh, yeah, you stay yeah, you know, and You um, know the spots to go around. And, you know, and you know which roads are safe, and you know where you want to hunt anyways you know and, yeah. and you know places that you're just not gonna get to i'll just tell you right yeah. now four-wheel drive don't mean shit out there oh, fuck no man it <laughs> <laughs> don't mean shit dude no, <laughs> you, shit. you could you know and half of that shit track vehicles don't mean shit either right you know? it, 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 kyle bush taught me that that's a bunch of bullshit <laughs> it goes out the window in that mud you know like that don't <laughs> you can't get through that stuff that old kyle bush thing's a 
That was from our uh, Utah hunt. Yeah, <laughs> we're sliding down this hill because we're in mud, and John's just creeping, and, and we're sitting there we're like, ready, oh. We're getting ready to hit a tree, and I'm like, oh, fuck, dude, this truck's new, and the wife's going to be pissed. Oh, I was loving it. <laughs> and he, he, we get past it, and he drops the old Kyle Bush taught me that. And I'm like, oh, my God. It, you know, it's just, I was like wheeling it, and like, Kyle Bush taught me that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was awesome, you know. Aim for a aim for a soft right. push in the um, bottom of that ditch. It, right? it was bad. We were getting out, getting ready to like push on the truck so it yeah. wouldn't hit the tree. Yeah, yeah. It was so it w- we were just snotty. every time John tried to creep, it just started slipping, 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 slipping. Well, out there at Worcester, you can actually so I just plow it. If wow. you're if you're on that mud, you can actually push push. Oh yeah, you just push. You can actually push a cart to the side. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah, that that stuff is just nasty. You know? And then and so I've never personally seen it, but you know, they got the old dozer out there and dudes just handling business for cash on hand. Oh, that was shit. What was he this year? I think he was 750 or 800 bucks. Exactly. Cash. Yeah. Cash. No credit card. No credit card, man. Yeah. Cash. To I go see, pull you out. Yeah, yeah, see you're stuck. And then they're like, hey man, there's an ATM in the <laughs> island. You know, what it what it Wells Fargo goes he's, he's specifically. Got an ATM hooked up to it, the power dude, pole right funny, out there man. somewhere. It, you there's know, ATM right here. I know, dude. Yeah. It, it's like the local bank makes sure the ATMs full of cash come come after a rain season during duck season because they know they're gonna be pulling people out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's gonna be a sad part about Worcester this year, is that uh Frank and Maryland are gonna be gone. Yeah. Yeah. And Frank and Marilyn, they are the uh, kiosk trailer there. Yeah, sportsman's catering. Yeah, exactly. You know? And b- before them, you know, it, you know, Max had that. You know, he sold it to them. And um, this year, you know, with all those people that show up, hey, where can I get a one-day pass? You know, you usually just point them at the trailer. Right. And now it's like, well, you can wait till the one opens up yep. down in El Centro. Yeah. You know? so. it is, because, John, you've never been to Wisconsin. No, I'm, I'm not a big it won't. You know, yeah, I'm not you're a, not. A I'm not a bird hunter. hunter. But uh, yeah, you'll get out this year. No, no yeah. he, he's like, dude, just, he's fucking scared. Yeah, he's like, man, that's okay. Yeah, I get it, but he needs to go and have a good time. We'll wait for his balls to drop. Yeah, we'll get yeah him. I right. appreciate that. Andy. I like four legged animals, <laughs> dude. So there's a trailer out there, like a little teardrop, dude. That this, this, you know, I I only saw, I always saw the husband though. And he in the would, morning. In the morning. You yeah. know, I, I never went to it, obviously, during the day. But he's there every morning, man. And he's coffee, donuts. You can buy all kinds of miscellaneous stuff. You know, you can buy that salt cedar shit behind his, to go blind, brush in your blind. Yeah, arrowweed. Yeah. yeah, or whatever, you know, oh, that yeah, arrowweed. Oh, that's going to be a big thing, too. Nobody knows how to cut arrowweed. <laughs> you know, all that stuff. So it's like, oh, man. It, it was your way of, of like, repre- reprieve there. You know, you're waking up at 2 in the morning. You got, like, two hours of sleep from driving out after work on a Friday or whatever, you know. And. It was just a good sight to see, and now that's gone. Used to be able to buy shells there prior to the background yeah. check and all that stuff. Two I years, don't even. Does two years ago, you two could. years ago, yeah. And oh yeah, that you know, I always forget about that. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, what he was able to sell, you know, it's, it's not there anymore. But you know, moving forward, they're not even going to be there. I don't even think they're renewing the lease or something like that, right? Now, if if somebody would have bought it, they would have had one year left on the lease, right? You know, before you got to go and renegotiate with the state. Right. Uh, and, uh, wow. It's just no good. End of an era, you know? Yeah, we'll see. And that's the thing that, like, people get scared of because it's kind of like a death by a thousand cuts. Well, just because no one, and I can't blame anyone for not stepping up. I mean, the majority of hunters that hunt that don't live out there. I'd say 99% of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Almost 100% of the guys that go there don't live out there. So that's a big investment. That, then you're going to do that, and then you're going to screw up your own hunt anyway. Yeah, you exactly. Know? So like, I, I get it. It's just that's. Yeah it's leaving and it'll be gone and i mean who knows what it's going to take to get it back if it ever does someone decides to do it but 
you know, it's it's almost like every day something else is leaving. Yeah. It's, it's every day you hear something else. Yeah. You know, well, that'll like, that'll never be back. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Never you know, let that back in. It, it's well, that's uh, you know more the reason to be uh, involved. Yeah, yeah it, I mean it is without a doubt. It's it that trailer represented for me when I first started waterfowling out there is it represented a sense of normalcy for me because it was such a it's a far poke out there, man. It's not. I mean, it is a far poke, dude. You're <laughs> you're south of Palm Springs by an hour, yeah. right? And you're it, you're, you're only ten minutes. In, what, you're only India. ten minutes from downtown Nyland. Oh yeah, yeah. you know, drive through there, man. And you go, oh, there's Nyland's finest. Something like, you know, riding a bike with a trailer. You know, what I mean, tweaker. Oh, Anyways, like downtown Escondido. Oh, yeah. dude, no, that's yeah. like that's like the Rich Carlton, oh, bro. But yeah. that out, you got old Slab City out there too. Yeah, and, and so, <laughs> but, but but that's what I'm saying. Like uh, for I, us, I had that. I took a had a sorry, <laughs> kitty from Indiana in, and uh, you know, big bad fucking marine and. uh we're out there cruising along, and uh, we're going out there. We're going to call some coyotes, you know, on, a, on an off day from duck hunting. And we pulled up there and stopped, and, you know, they got the little out guard post or whatever it used to be, and, you know, the last, you know, free place or whatever. He looked at that, and first thing he did was reached over and locked the door, you know. And I was like, what the hell are you doing, man, you know? <laughs> you got a forty-five on your hip, and you're going right. to lock the door, you know. And uh, he threw, he went through there, man, and... Uh, we talk about culture shock, man. Yeah. He was like, people actually live like this, you know. And you see the dreads and the hippies and the it's just, it's and another world hiding from it the is. world, man. I almost want to go out there and actually experience because I've saw the Slab City stuff that they did on you know the documentary, like National Ge- Geographic. Yeah, they did. and I was like, dude, I have to go. I need to like, <laughs> I just need to see this stuff with my own eyes. And dude, it's, like, it's not, almost it's not like, too far to go. So. It's kind of crazy when you look at it out there. That east side of the Salton Sea, you're just like, what? The? It's just a different world, man. Like you literally get off the 111 and you're like what the you yeah. know <laughs> so it's pretty crazy man how but it, have you seen it change in like just in i don't know the way the way that it's hunted per se you know like the way you hunt wister when you first started was did everyone hunt it differently than they hunt it now you know and i never really saw that um gosh you know it the downfall, the downfall for Worcester was the raising of the white goose, you know, the snow goose right. limits, right. you know, when it was three days or three a day, you know, you get out there and, you know, of course one blind's going to get it, but then they push somebody, you know, they push them to another blind, you know, right. and, and another couple of guys shoot them, you know, and you've got, you know, five or six blinds that are shooting, you know, enough birds, Right. they turn around, they raise it to 20, you know, and, and those first birds come down and. You know, you got four guys in there, and they're shooting 80 geese. Yeah. You know? And them geese are like, well, fuck this place, you know? Yeah. Right to the sea, you know? Yeah. And um, and they don't come back. See, geese are know? geese are hell of a lot smarter than, than Eurasians and pigeons. Oh, yeah. You dump them and let them lay, and they come <laughs> dropping in on their dead buddies, bro. Well, no, the geese would do that, too, if you laid them out, but you can't do well, that. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just you saying. Can't they, you can't know. do that. <laughs> That's what I hear. And, uh, but no, you know, they, they get shot up so yeah. bad, you know, yeah. and, you know, the goose flies over. Same thing, you know. And somebody sees them at 80 yards, and, you know, they think it's a teal at 20, you yeah. know, and we're going to kill it. You know, no, you're not. You know, you're just donating three shells. You know, federal thanks you. They, they're you trying know. to magic BBM, dude. Yeah, 
I mean, it happens. I mean, all, you know, let them work. Let them get in a little closer. You'd have more success. But Yeah, but those birds ain't going to come in any closer. Yeah. You know, all it is is a flyby, and they're just gaining altitude, and those guys are still shooting at them, you know. Now they got bismuth out there, and there's a couple of guys that are – that are hand loading their own bismuth and and they're dropping geese at 80 yards man <laughs> and it's just like really you know and they're like i got one i was like well, good for you mm. you know and yeah i mean hey dude it is you know it is and, what it is yeah they're getting them down you know at, at that point like i don't know man it's you, you always get the people that are like sky busting and then you want guys to let guy or you want guys to let the birds work so they come in close and you hit them all locked up right that, that's ideally the way you want to dump ducks but to each their own it is public land you know it's a refuge and and i'll be honest with you and i've, I've told everybody that i hunt with that's a new hunter i or even experienced hunters i said dude you ain't gonna kill it unless you pull the trigger yeah. so pull the trigger i mean if you're if you if you know if you're more i don't even know how to explain it dude Bottom line is you're not going to kill it unless you pull the trigger. Now I'm not I'm not warranting sky busting by no means, but what I am saying is pull the trigger, right? I mean you you know if you've been around a little while you know where your limits are. Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> you and, know? And, and that's the big thing too. You know, it is you know that can kill a duck at fifty yards. Yeah, you know, but sometimes it's just fun to shoot, man. Well, Period. I don't that, even give a shit if it miss. And well, so you know like, what? There now you know what? <laughs> yeah, there is desperation in there, yeah, and, without um, a doubt. That's you know true. where it's just looking in it. Just normally, shoot shoot. normally I wouldn't take that, but you know what? It's two o'clock in the afternoon, and there's a and there's a teal skirt in my decoy right. at, at forty five yards. You know, and I'm looking at my dog, and mm-hmm. she's been sleeping for three hours. You know, and I just woke up myself. You know, well, I'll piss her off and wake her yeah. up. You know, and make her walk 45 yards out in the mud you know See, that's the whole thing for me man that that was like because you know wister's obviously notorious for on average a low bird average you know two two birds is like damn that was the average shoot at wister two birds per hunter by the way but see for you you're going ah, you i'm seeing your face but see you're, you're the guy that gets the strap that brings that that average to two birds you see what i'm saying you know and also there's another thing to look at there too is that Sundays are included in that. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of guys that get out there on a Sunday morning and they hunt the fly off mm-hmm. and then they leave. Yeah. Right. So they come in with a bird. They come in with no birds. Yeah. You know, so you got three days to put three days of hunting in a week's average compared to, you know, other refuges, two days. Right. You know, um, I had some great hunts last Sunday or last year on Sunday. Well, that, so spe- know. speaking, speaking of Worcester and, and the Sunday hunts and, you know, at two o'clock you're waking up from your nap obviously the fly off is probably the best time but it, it would tell me Not this. really well that's what i was just gonna say yeah. tell, tell me this what time is your for the newer hunter that's listening to this podcast that gets discouraged because it's nine o'clock and they haven't seen a bird for an hour and a half what time do you think the most productive time would be shit i sat out um a couple sundays and didn't even raise my gun until 10 o'clock you know yeah. and then by by 12 30 i was done yeah you know those birds come through them you know they know the hunt days and everything like that and um you know after the first shot on saturday you know what some of them just go out and sit on the sea you know what other ones find some cubby holes but you know they'll always come back yeah you know so you're going to go out there and you're going to get discouraged after three hours you know what take up knitting mm-hmm. you know or go to a ski range go to a yeah, trap I- range or something like that if you just want to shoot Go on out there, man. That, and that's you know, that's save yourself a lot of money. That's where a lot of guys like fall into it. They they do get discouraged in waterfowl 
because of the lack of bird fly off, you know what I mean? Or the lack of birds, because it does, you could get bored. If you're not there with a buddy and you're not genuinely having a good time with your partner there, you will get bored and you will start to think, ah, let's just pack it up, you know? And that does happen. I mean, it's happened to me. Oh yeah. A lot of times. And then you get the buddies like, you know, get all fidgety and stuff like that, you know, and you just can't take it anymore. It's like, right. all right, let's go, man. You know, you're driving me nuts. Right. You know, and it's time I'm to out, go. Yeah. I'm out here. You know, the mosquitoes finally stopped biting me. You right. know what? I'm going to enjoy this a little bit. You yeah. Know? And, uh, you know what a lot of that is, you know, at, um, for me, you know what? It's hanging out with the dog. Oh, dude. You know, and, uh, she needs her nap, you know, she doesn't want to sit in a truck for another three hours on the way home, you know? So, right get her out there and sleep i got some great pictures of her sleeping you know yeah <laughs> yeah it happens i mean i'll tell you what when i'm out there my my dog is my priority for sure so 100%. I, I always it doesn't matter what's going on i know people look down on it but dude i i smack the shit out of the coots if there ain't no bird flying man i'll whack the coots and anyone could they could bash me all they want because let me tell you something my dog's getting wet she don't let the coots come by yeah, so yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> my dog's like, hey, boom, checking them out. Yeah, what are you doing? Well, and they all suddenly look and they're like, boo, doo, doo, doo. look they at the size the of way. that coyote, yeah. Jesus Christ. And they go the other way. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, there's a fucking brown bear over you, there. Dude, you, I have to get my dog wet. Yeah. So, and so I always end up busting birds. I mean, I'll rip, rip, don't care if it busting birds or not, man. She'll get up and she'll just be like, you know, fuck it, I'm hot. I'm taking a swim. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, hey, knock yourself out. You and know? she gets in there? She gets in there, swims around for a little bit, takes a drink, gets out, takes a leak, comes back and goes to bed. Yeah. Like, all right. That's pretty and cool. She's like, hey, what's for lunch? You know? How, old yeah. How old is your dog now? She just turned nine. Nine. She just turned nine. Yeah, my dog's fixing to turn nine, but she still yeah. acts like a puppy. Yeah, Rip don't. <laughs> no? I think because I got mine from a rescue. Like it, she's like just some like lab pit bull looking thing, dude. But she's oh, a rip, great rips a backyard mud. So this, yeah, this my dog for sure. She got fixed at a super young age, right? I know they fixed her, and I had heard, and I don't know if there's any validity in this or not, but I had heard that if you get your dog fixed at a young age, they don't have time to mature. They don't even start their maturing process. So that's why they act like a puppy long, like a long time until they physically joints ache out and all that stuff. Mm. They'll act like a puppy. Like John will tell you if you if I opened up my garage, dude mile lady open up the bam dog would be 100 miles an hour like oh yeah, no uh, it, yeah. it's just a wild animal man but i mean she's really good you know and she'll heal up perfectly you know i keep her steady she's a steady bird dog for sure but the reality of it is that that dog just doesn't stop unless she's sleeping she's just going 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 it's really weird i don't get it so i don't know you know it's, it's rip, rip is the other side of the spectrum man yeah you know turn Let's around and, turn around to shoot a duck and all of a sudden she'll get up and she'll look at it like oh here comes the wind she's like, and oh. she plays the wind and if there's a wind blowing in she's like well here it comes yep mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, you want me to get that you yeah know, go get the damn bird you know she's like ah oh, okay you know she's especially down. especially if it's dead you know yeah. if it's dead she's just like yeah there's no excitement but if there's a ripple or something oh, yeah. and that head pops up man, that she's like drive. oh shit she's boom like, she gone yeah it's just like yeah if i don't get it now it's going to be 100 yards over that way you know yeah do you uh what's your what's your average decoy spread Oh, do you even man. run decoys? Oh yeah, oh. I I have never not run decoys. Really? Yeah, I think the the least amount that I put out is probably two dozen. Oh wow, dude, it's two dozen. Yeah, you, you and even with that two dozen, you know what? There's motion in there. There's pulsators. Yeah, ah, the pul my spoonie pick. Oh yeah, you showing me a picture of that your dog? Is, that is my favorite picture ever. Yeah, that's a cute dog. Um, but dude, so you you 
you, after December, you run the spinners too? You know what? Um, when those first came out, those were the hot. Dude, they were yeah. hot. And you know what? If you're going to run a, a, a spinner setup, you know what? You probably run three or four. Mm-hmm. As a single spinner, ain't going to do shit. Right. Um, a single pulsator ain't going to do shit. Right. You know what? A pulsator and a jerk string and, you know, two or three spinners. If you're going to throw spinners out, you got to throw out more than three if right. it's past the second week. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, they wise um, up to that pretty quick. Yeah. And like I said, if you got a single spinner out there, it ain't going to do a damn mm-hmm. bit of good for you, you know? Um, so I said, I'll probably run. My regular spread was probably four and a half, four and a half dozen with um, some full bodies on the dike and then um, two pulsators and and one of those wonder ducks yeah. every once in a while just for giggles. Yeah. But, Jeez, yeah. You got quite the spread. You got a trailer you tow down to put all your shit in? Yeah, trailer stays out in <laughs> island. Trailer well, stays out in, out in island. I probably got... Uh, I got nine dozen decoys in that. Christ, I run um, when the widgeon are down. It's nice, you know, because I got I got two dozen flocked widgeon. I got uh, eighteen flocked gadwall, and I got a half dozen flocked uh, pintail, fully flocked. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if it does anything for the ducks, but fuck, I look at it and it's like, fuck, that looks good, man. Dude, I, I got <laughs> you know? that looks good. It does. You know? it, it looks cool when it's, it's all like, laid out. You know what? It's just like you know what? It's just like your camo, right? Yeah. You know, and turn around and you throw that kings out in the desert. You know, you throw that up on some rocks or you throw the, the Sitka over some granite and stuff like that with some green around it and stuff like that. It's like, do I need that? No, but fuck, look at that. It looks, that looks good. good. You looks know? Cool. Oh, it looks it, cool. Nobody can you know, see me. Yeah. It, you know, it looks good. It feels good. You know, don't get me wrong. You know what? I got a, the best camouflage that I got is probably a set of Air Force uh, BDUs for Sage. You know, right. you put that shit in Sage. You can't see shit. Dude, have you... Right? But you know what? It fucking ain't comfortable. <laughs> right. Have you ever hunted Henshaw? Yeah. You have? Oh, yeah. You just take canvas tarp and go lay under it? I've, I've had my ass kicked at Henshaw. You know, it's either... Henshaw is, uh, you know what? You're either a hero or a zero, man. Right. That's exactly you know it, what? dude. You're, you're either shooting seven ducks in, in 25 minutes or yeah. you're sitting out there going, what the hell am I doing? You're getting wind chapped and shivering, man. That's oh, yeah. exactly how that works there. That's yeah, that's too. cool though. Uh, you know what? It was I run across the same thing at SJ. You know what? I don't know SJ as well as I should. Right. And um, I had some fun hunts out there. You know, and I I ate shit a bunch out there too. Dude, I I've had you know outside you of know my. What? I'll tell you this, dude. Outside of one opening day that I had at Worcester, San Jay, every time I've gone there has always blown Worcester out of the water. And I don't know if it's just like an accumulation of a few things, right? Like the drive's not as far it's typically green you know they tend they tend to have every pond used you know i don't know it's just it's i don't know for whatever reason i just feel like san jay's always done me better but you know once i started a few podcasts ago me and john we actually had my buddy jesse out mm-hmm. on yeah i think you listened to it dude me and jesse all around this place where we're at right now dude there's all types of water holes so once i once it's i realized that urban waterfowler yeah, yeah dude once i once i figured that game sh- out shooting dude, ducks out of the you know <laughs> out of the green belt ponds or whatever dude i'm just saying house. like dude it, it <laughs> once i figured the the urban aspect out of it you know yeah. and and it dude trust me it's it's duck hunting oh yeah the best duck hunting i've ever had I mean, oh, no shit, man. You know, you ever shot little... over here at this pond? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I shot with I shot there once. It's a great time. 
you know what they yeah bash it all you want man i'll just dumping mallards out of it i um, like it when the green their green trucks driving around chasing people i oh, when i'm funny. over there running and i see you guys i'm just like what the hell's fishing game do yeah man yeah well they <laughs> found who, out about it so trouble? they check it now who's in trouble <laughs> well, like like i said you know what well, like you said you know what it's a shame what happened over there mm-hmm. you know it's what? a nasty and, um, it's, it's horrible you know, see six trucks in there yeah. trying to hunt that thing. Dude. Come on, man. That's and I'm ridiculous. telling you, Andy, when I first started hunting it, you know, six years ago, it yeah. was it was empty. It was. We would see, we would see like, and it's unfortunate because. Just right, right here you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, dude, it, nobody, nobody was, was there. there. No trash, and it, nothing, dude. It was perfect. It was a honey hole. Dude, dumped they dumped this oh fucking my God, boat that, there, dude. I think, Yo, the, yeah. you know what, the thing, the first time that I was back there, it was five years. And then um, somebody invited me, and I said no. Right. Um, God, I hate to sound like yeah. Well, okay, yeah, I'm gonna sound like a dick, you know. But I don't want to hunt with that guy. Right. You know, plain and simple. You know, hey, he, it's not. Um, it wasn't my hunting style. Right. You know, the way that he hunted wasn't the way that I hunted. Right. You know, and that and that's probably what really um, um, made my SJ numbers low. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I, I could have went out there and, and I could have shot ducks. Yeah. Right. But they weren't the ducks that I wanted to shoot. Right. You know, and that's what I, I like about Worcester. I'll get the ducks that I want to shoot and then I'll shoot those ducks. Right. You know, um, I had a blast at Worcester. You know what I, um, you know, there's that new bismuth uh, company out of Michigan, you know, it's called Boss Shot Shells, you know, and uh, they started making 28 gauge and 410 shells, mm-hmm. you know, so I said, Fuck yeah. yeah. You know what? And so I made it a thing. I says, you know what? I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot a limit with each gauge. Right. You know, 410, you 28. Just make it fun. 20, 16, and 12. Yeah. And uh, and all of all of my 20s, because you know, I got four, and then all of my 12 gauge was I've got three. Right. You know, and the one I, I shot six with my damn 16 gauge, and I held off on the last bird waiting to shoot at Drake, and I passed on about four hens. And uh, I never saw another Drake the rest of the mm. afternoon. It fucking pissed me off. Yeah, you know? well, but um, but yeah, I had I had some great hunts with with a four ten. You know, um, I think that'd pretty, be fun. That's pretty cool. That would be fun. I've never, you know, it I was. You know, and I, I got that picture on my Instagram and stuff like that. You know, you got a little four ten, and yeah, you know, I shot a couple of teal in there, but. Whatever you fuck have fun that, with, I, dude. Fuck that. I had a 410, man. Dude, my dog yeah. was having a blast, you know. Dude, it, They're whatever. landing at 10 yards in the decoys, you know. What yeah. the hell, man? My dog loves that shit. That's awesome. Yeah. So she don't got to go 40 yards for a duck, man. She appreciates right. that, you know. Mm-hmm. And then it makes it easier to hunt with her on Sunday, you know, because if I'm running her, you know, 60, 70 yards per duck, man, yeah. she's burnt. She's burned out. Know? Except by the end of the season, she's finally yeah. back into shape. Yeah. You know? she, <laughs> She fucks off all summer, man. She's on the she's on the couch eating ice cream. Oh right yeah, now. I'm sure. Oh yeah, I know. That's how it happens. Does probably already gave her a second ice cream cup of the day because oh, it's man. hot, you know, and she's panting, you know. It's, it's 75 <laughs> degrees. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's got the wife wrapped. Oh you know? yeah, that's good though. And uh, it's fun, man. Good dog. That's what I really missed this year is that uh, my wife's going through uh, a bunch of bunch of medical shit, and right. um, so she she made it out like twice last year. Oh you really? Know? And uh, and that was really tough for me because you know I, I love hunting with my wife. Yeah, right. she's, she's normally your hunting partner. Yeah, all my buddies were like, "Oh my god, you know that you got to hunt with your wife. That sucks." And I was like, "You've no, never like, hunted no. with yeah. my wife, man. You know, and my wife is a fucking great hunter." And um, so, like I said, you know, she made it out to SJ twice last year, and 
what she had and she had an inoperable tumor you yeah. know, that was growing way too fast and uh, she can't take any more chemo or radiation. So they came up with a new uh, immunotherapy. It's called, um, ah, I forget what the hell it's called, whatever it is. But the news is that we went down uh, Monday. We talked to our doctor and he says, he says, you know, you're doing great. We're going to do these treatments for two more. He says, but you know what? It looks like you're in full remission. Nice. You know, and That's pretty uh, cool. From an inoperable yeah. tumor, you know, we're to say we're happy is freaking an understatement. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And uh, you know, she's looking forward to duck season. She was like, "Yeah, we're gonna get this done, and then we're gonna, you know, get this taken care of." You know, she's still got some other stuff that yeah. needs to be taken care of to get her out of the pain that she's in. But you know, my fingers are crossed. You know, and I'm hopeful, hopeful for that. And, oh yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Get back out there and go bust some birds. Speaking with the old of lady. your wife, it's like. One time, it was during deer season, um, was hunting with Sean, and we were down at, I guess, I'll just say down at San Felipe, and we were up on the hill. We watched you guys roll in one day <laughs> in in the wife's car, watched you guys go out to the blind and everything. It, it was just fun to watch you guys. <laughs> what did you watch them do? <laughs> they, they just walked yeah, and yeah. went into the blind. What what they do in the blind? I don't know. They're only there for a few hours. Oh, so you weren't looking through slats? No. <laughs> oh, we, were, okay. we were way up. We I'm like, just checking, John. Going, hey, that's Andy. Oh, it's Andy and, oh he's driving the, his wife's car. <laughs> oh, his wife's with him. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, you know, you were off. I don't know how far away we were. You know, we were probably thousand plus yards yeah. away or something like that but we're probably like, just sitting down d- waiting for a doe to show mm-hmm. up yeah. yeah that's how it happens so 22 sit down yeah we were sitting on sitting the side the of the hill waiting for deer and just like yeah. watching people and it's oh, like yeah. oh who's this oh that's andy's that's it like i said andy's wife's car you know yeah it's a great place you know you sit down you smoke a couple cigarettes have a sandwich you know yeah, yeah was, take a nap mm-hmm. you know hey you see anything nope okay you know smoke a couple cigarettes <laughs> 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 Hey man, whatever. I, I, I wish I had it on video. I wish I had it on video because uh, last buck that I killed in in San Diego County with my bow, I had to put my cigarette down so I could shoot it. Oh, those are always good man. stories. Those That's are always funny. when you have well, to do something well, like that. My first one too, yeah. dude. I had so a cigarette in my hand, I had to put it out. We're talking, we're talking hunting. Obviously, we were on waterfowl. Let's kind of switch it up and go to big game a little bit. You sure. said you're going to do some elk hunting this year. Yeah. What are you, what are your plans, man? Uh, you know what? It's um, it's a meat hunt. Okay. Yeah. Go up. It's a cow hunt. That's cow perfect. Oh, yeah. That's nothing dude, wrong with that. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. And you know, I'm gonna make it easy because you know it. It opens up uh, two days after duck season, so I'll go up there for uh, their duck opener. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll shoot ducks. We'll uh, clean the ducks, put them up. We'll jump in the truck and uh, go up to their elk camp. Yeah. And uh, you know, he says if you can shoot 300 to 500 yards. Done deal. You got an elk. Yeah. You know, I, well, that okay. sounds that sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, you know? you're all and, perfect. And he says, "Yeah, you roll down. If we don't get drawn for this deer tag, you know, we'll make sure that we get your general deer tag." Yeah. You know what? That's why I was I was late. I was out there. I was running. Uh, I picked up a slug gun, a 12 gauge slug gun. Mm-hmm. And he says, "You got one of those, and you can shoot at 50 yards. You know it. You got a deer too." Yeah, like, perfect. Okay, then we're good. You know? Yeah. Come home with you know, come home with some green heads and some elk and some yeah. and, and fucking deer, dude. That that's it, man. I'm I, all right. With I really want to, dude. I really want to fill the freezer this year. Mm-hmm. And and me and John, we got our eyes on a couple of meat hunts this year, and and we're just we're keeping our fingers crossed, and we're gonna try to get it done, man. I I really want to just go and redeem myself from last year from poking that cow and try to try to either put a another one down or 
But you know, just fill my freezer, man. Did you I, lose that cow? Yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah. That sucks, man. We lost that cow. Yeah, we lost okay. it. We lost that goddamn cow. It is what it is. Was it was it higher? Yeah, dude. I hit her at the top of the scapula. Yeah. You yeah. know. But it was dude, it was like right in the crease. It was perfect. It was just high. It was like eight inches that off the spine. That much in the broad had busted off inside. It Dude, it, I lost like it, eight inches and she's dead, dude. I hit I hit no man's land on uh two years ago on a freaking nice buck, man. Yeah, San Diego. Like, you know, a lot of guys man. don't like talking about their their misses or. It makes you, you know? better if you I, can. Admit I think it does. To, if you admit to your screw up, yeah, it, it makes, just it lets everybody. Uh, hey, it's okay if you mess up. It happens. It just happens to everybody. It, you know, ain't learn lo- from it. Ain't lost one with the rifle though. Well, <laughs> yeah, I can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just yeah. saying i mean it's the, but it's yeah. like pe- people lose ducks and not even bat an eye at it oh but, i lost two ducks you know uh, that, that pisses me off. but i'm just saying see what i'm saying it, or, they, like the they dove, don't, or like dove or too. dove hunting you yeah. know it, people lose animal like birds all the time and they just it's not a big deal but yeah. you know they lose a big game they don't talk about it and it's like not for to me, rip not to rip man well, I can tell you, she lost one duck last year, man. Well, she's a good dog. I mean, yeah. I I would imagine my hand, my dog has lost quite a few birds. I mean, she was, you know, but as of the last, you know, four years, five years, man, she's she's on point. She don't really miss anything anymore. That's it too. You know, it's that experience, and you know, but that that's what. So getting back to it, it's kind of like, you know, everybody will. Oh, I lost a duck. I, you know, oh that dove, I can't find it, or that quail, I can't find it. You know, whatever, no big deal. But then, you know, you lose a deer, and a lot of people don't talk about it. You lose an elk, they don't talk it's, about it. It's, it's real life. It's real life, it's right? Real life, and well, it does happen. Well, speaking of, speaking of that, like you said, you know, it's the guy that says, oh, man, I hit this deer, you know, and I, I went out and I looked, and, uh, yeah, I'm going to go hunt over here tomorrow. I was like, you got a deer out there, man. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I couldn't find it. Fuck out there, you know. Yeah, I searched for three days for that fucking yeah. deer that I missed, man. Dude, me and John, I hit. We went back. The yeah, next we went morning, back that next morning. Found the blood trail and got back on it, and then chased chased it all the way to the res, the Indian reservation, and then yeah, yeah we're we're stuck at that point. It's yeah. like we couldn't do anything, and and I, a couple of guys had asked me, "Can't you just go to the reservation?" And it's like, no, no you don't dude, understand. Yeah. You don't, You've got no rights whatsoever. Yeah. It's not like that. Oh, Bobby, you know? exactly. Two, Bobby Two Dogs is mm. not going to talk to us. Yeah, no, he's he going to be pretty uh, <laughs> pretty upset you tromping around in there, you know? Oh, without a doubt. And it's not like the reservation's here, dude. Yeah. It's, it's two different two different things, man. It's, yeah. If I, mean, I, if I lost when dude, you guys got busted in the UTV. Oh, dude, they like, they were, <laughs> oh, man. Like, we, we were on a road that was cutting through the reservation, man. And we were coming out, and they were dude, getting ready dude, to call me to come bail them out. Yeah, and old two dogs fucking chase. Oh, you dude, down. they lit us up, bro. <laughs> lit us up, and like a, fe- and, you know, they're like all federal tacked out. They had like federal police on it, and it really is just the tribal police. But man, they were like reading us the riot act, and then we were like, "What are you talking about, dude? You guys got dudes poaching deer off this reservation all the time. We watch them all morning." Yeah, we watch those that whole yeah. family poach, yeah. freaking slaughter those deer, dude, and they load were, up and then drive no, on. No, 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 no. Oh. That's a sovereign nation. Oh. I, okay, that's a sovereign nation. They do what the hell they want. Well, these weren't it, Indians, well, though. Yeah, no, these people. These, these, were, these were locals. Like they were the Utah guys that came up from behind. Yeah, us that's what we're talking on their about. horses yeah. and creeped all the way down or, onto the res. Or they yeah. drove their truck all the way back into where we were glassing. Yeah, and then had their whole family out there dressed in orange, and they shoot a deer, load it up, and haul ass back out yeah. right before the Indians get them. Wow. Dude, I'm telling you, it was going down, and then and so then, and we're going. What the and hell dude, did that, we just see? That's what ended up saving us out of it because we were like. Dude, this stuff and and I I mean, we were just driving on a main road that gets to National Forest on a on a side by side. You can drive this own bitch on the road 
It on a regular to, UTV has to be trailered through the Indian reservation. Yeah, but you can drive it and go <laughs> put gas in it and stop at a stoplight and go get a beer, or a sandwich, or whatever in town. All this stuff, and then you drive through the Indian reservation has to be trailered. We, you know, it's like, dude, this thing's licensed. It's from Utah. You know, we were on mats, and dude, they lit us up, and it was bad. So, anyways, what saved us is because we were like, hey, man, we didn't, we didn't know. Like, you got guys poaching on this own bitch out here, and you're gonna light us up on a public road. You know, driving through the whatever, and and. Dude, they started showing us deer that are like 32, 34 inches wide, bro. That they're hunting end of November coming off the mountain. Dude, just huge. Oh, and it was insane. And we're like, whoa. And that's that's their season, right? So I don't know. It's just two different worlds out there. But yeah, that's why I didn't jump the fence and go look for that cow. Yeah, yeah. same same tribe. It was the yeah. same tribe. Same, same tribe. We got busted the year before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me go run yeah. into those guys again. You know, that wouldn't be good. Yeah. You know. It was- but it, you know, it's, you know, it, we we tried to find that elk, and we, you know, like we tried. Said, we tried, got down to the Indian reservation, and it's like, well, we just threw our packs off, we laid down, and just like made a phone call. Yeah, we made we called we called Chief, Chief. we called Chief up and said, hey, we lost the elk at the Indian reservation, <laughs> and and it just it was he's uh, like, well, he's like it, it it happens, and it sucked. I, but that's the thing, I I actually have talked about it a few times. I wasn't shooting a hundred grain. Yeah, hundred hundred grain broadhead yeah with a shooting a vap but it was a full length vap and he shot her in the 70 shoulder, i just hit her the, dude. top of the shoulder blade and, and it just double uh top hit the top of the lung because the yeah. blood you can see where she blew blood out her nose yeah. like yeah violently and so it made big old blood pools. and she was standing there dude mm-hmm. standing there for like an hour we you know we did a few things wrong it is what it is man but you know for a little early i we bumped her dude we bumped her going well, through the we, quakies, yeah. Dude, we we spe- heard her. We spent, in those quakies up on top, we spent another hour yeah. just zigzagging little quakies, you know, that big around, and it's just like, oh, my God, this sucks so bad. In, is- in hindsight, obviously, but we, we bu- I would we do did, it differently. We did bump an elk. We don't know if that was our yeah, elk or his elk, her, but we got down the hill a little bit, and all of a sudden something exploded up out of there, and yeah it took off running either yeah. way but it, the, the blood stopped you know it was only it, like yeah it was court it was like dude drops luckily oh, by that time it matted up already and so yeah it, it had already the cool it, thing it was, was though is she ran down this trail and mm-hmm. she was the only elk that went down that yeah trail. so we had tracks there was only one set of tracks on it so you could tell she was limping so we, hard too on the front left and we mm. we picked her up the next morning and mm-hmm. like boom blood on the rocks blood on the rocks and only one elk still only went down this trail so we like just we, followed it down and we we thought we were gonna roll up on her, but we didn't. We it, were hoping. It's Dude, one. Of, when it's we just, hit the bottom, I was like, "Yeah, she'll be down here dead in drainage, probably." And be like, "And no. we were hoping it was, yeah. you know." But it's always, you know, it, it's you. You take the example from it, you know, and okay, what am I gonna do different next? Right, time, you know, and it's it's all learning. It is. Know? It's all learning. It is. And the thing that the thing about it that chapped my ass is that uh, someone's phone ringing. Or buzzed or something. Anyways, the thing that chapped my ass about it wasn't this is the thing that chapped my ass about it was that you know, we're all hunters, we're predators, right? And unfortunately Mother Nature's not always the, the nicest, right? So obviously I do have some sort of feelings of poking that elk and having what happened to her happen to her. But I felt more bad about letting my buddies down. And losing my broadhead. Oh, that, oh that. it was that Sever's fault. <laughs> uh, dude, but, but oh, is his broadhead? <laughs> well, no, we traded. I, I traded. He wanted to use these broadheads. Yeah, dude, had, those so. Severs look so sick. And I had a no collar. I was like, look, I'll trade you this Rage no collar for that Sever. 
And then I put that sever on and I hit it with that sever instead of that no collar. But anyways, I felt bad for the fact that I let everybody that we were with down because we hunted our ass off for damn near 10 days. And then that, that one opportunity, I whiffed it, right? And then when I hit her, I mean, dude, she she went damn near end over end. Oh, yeah. it, she, it hit her hard, She dude. dropped her. She, I mean, she dude. she tried to take off, and, I mean, her shoulder, she dived down, but she came back up, yeah. and she galloped right out of there, and I was like, damn. Dude, it was it was, oh, was going to be dead in 50 yards, man. No need to wait. Yeah. Dude, and, and it, anyways, well, it was, listen for the we crash. waited, though. Yeah, no, we, we, we were listening. The arrow sticking out of the shoulder running by, and I'm just like, Ugh. Ugh. And it flagpole flagpole the shit out of her, but then she broke it off on a tree, and so so it is what it is. It sucked, but you live and learn, right? I mean, I great mean, experience. It is, and let me tell you something. You know, outside of my control, that'll never happen again, right? Like if, if I have anything to do with it, I hope it doesn't happen. I wish again. I could have got to my bow first. Well, I had that shit eating <laughs> grin and that 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 Dude, thing I was told hosed. the story. I, I was said, so hosed on yeah, that one. It was great. Because I I came up through the bottom, and I met these guys up top. So I hiked a big circle. It was about seven miles where I met these guys up on, on top where we called the the putting green. Because that's what it looked like. It's just Dude, a little meadow. It looks like a putting green. It was like a 100-yard meadow. Anyways, it was just cool. It was so anyway, great. So I met those guys there, and I was, I was starving. So I started eating. I set my bow against an aspen. I'm on my knees. got... My fork in my mouth. Listening to your freaking mountain lion stories, you don't. You need to keep that thing in your damn hand. I do. I need to keep. Yeah, needs always. I always need to have a weapon in my hand because you know. But anyway, so I know we we tell this story all the time, but it was awesome. I'm on my knees. I just set my bow down. It's just at arm's reach, so I no longer have my bow where I can get it. He's over. You know, he's kind of over here, and then. Sean's over here with a cow turd stuck on the end of his arrow. Mm-hmm. It's like this. Pinwheel. <laughs> we start calling him pinwheel. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> and so, so we were just sitting there, and I'm just kind of making some food, and and Brandon's all, "Shut up! The stick broke. It's like the third time." And I'm like, I'm looking up, and I look at him, and I was like, "Oh, he's getting excited." And I look over here, and it's like, "Oh fuck! There's elk in front of us." It's right there. <laughs> and then he looks at me. He notices. You know, he he's noticed got, he's got a chance. He's got to a be chance. Quick draw. Yeah, and so <laughs> and he, lo- that he, smile he like looks at me and he's like, "Yeah, motherfucker, your bow's against a tree." <laughs> <laughs> and I and I went like this. I looked at it and I looked at him and I said, "Oh, whatever. Oh, well. yeah, it is so what then it is." I, I kind of took the fork out of my mouth and I'm like picking my rangefinder up so I could get him a range for him at least, and so went from there yeah i went from there but it was just the whole thing it was just like he looks at me and he's like i got that smile he's like it's like payback dude you know how many deer this dude (laughs) swung out from under me i was gonna say dude you know how i mean to be quick draw yeah and i'm telling you and i had the opportunity so yeah i took it you know like and and then i was yeah good it was so it was just so funny yeah it was just like he's just looking at me and he's like yeah dude the only way it would have got better is if we would have recovered her then it would have been like the ultimate story oh yeah you know so it it, it is it's cool it's just like well i can't do a damn thing about it if i I move that elk's gonna run off she just came right in and stopped and she's all looking around and it was like wow yeah she was huge Oh, a beautiful cow. Yeah, a totally dead, beautiful cow. Wow. Just the color, everything. Her hide was just perfect. No, yeah. you know, not Early matted, season. anything. It was just perfect. It was great. It was a good time. But yeah, man, that's cool. You're going to actually go out and try to uh, fill your freezers with some meat. What yeah. are you going to sh- What are you going to take shoot shooting on that? 
I'd probably take my 300 Weatherby. Oh. There you go. Yeah. All right. Although, although I just did get my, uh, I worked up a load on my uh, seven millimeter Weatherby. I saw that. And uh, yeah. Looks uh, like it's shooting all right. Yeah, it's not too bad. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean. Point, point two three MOA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's all right. You'll be all right. Yeah. You're gonna figure it, it out. It's only 3,400 feet per second too. You know. So. Laser beam. Fairly flat out to yeah. six hundred, you know. Yeah, it's pretty, and, pretty, uh, pretty flat. So I'm excited about that, but you know, it's um, I was sitting back and I was thinking about your your lion story, and uh, and I've learned I've learned over the years, you know, you don't growl at a lion. Huh. Yeah, I was yeah? Saying, yeah. You think? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I just yelled. I said, "What?" I just I literally went, "What the fuck?" and turned on my headlamp and picked up my bow. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting. I'm sitting in a ground blind, right? You know, having a cigarette and. uh so my buddy was in the area earlier and he says man he says i'm all covered up in freaking deer here you know and they ain't, they ain't big enough for me to shoot you know and i'm like well really and he's like yeah he's like well when are you leaving he says i'm taking off at about 12 30 after i ate my lunch and i was like right on so you know this is where you're set up he's like yeah so i'm freaking trucking there with my little ground blind on my back i set it up and i'm sitting back there ain't shit happening and then all of a sudden i see a little bit of movement and i'm like here we go. Yep. Right on. Yeah. Here we you go. Know, here we go. You know, coming through like the three foot tall cockabers and, and shit like that. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. You know, freaking range the edge of the grass, you know, at 55 yards. I'm like, sweet. And pick up my bow. And I was like, I look, you know, and, and I see this head come up and I'm looking. I'm like, that's weird oh, looking. What the, <laughs> the hell? <laughs> you know? And then also I see the head go back down, you know, and I just yeah. see the top of the back. I'm like, oh, it's brown. Okay. <laughs> dough right and uh this thing pops out and all of a sudden i look and i'm like oh wait a second man that's a that's a freaking lion you know and it's walking across i range him again 60 yards you know and i'm thinking damn well that's pretty cool right kind of cool at 60 yards i ain't seen one you know walking around or anything like that you know so i turn around and uh i go that motherfucker stopped man and fucking pinned me you know i'm in the blind right i got the screens up and everything and he pins me, and he's just staring like, "What the hell was that?" You know. Yeah, yeah. So he stares at me for like five minutes, and I'm like, "Okay, I'm I'm going to draw because if he comes, I'm shooting him." You know? Right. And uh, that's crazy. He turns around, and he didn't come at me or he anything just like that. it on off. Yeah, about five minutes, he just stopped, flicked his tail twice, right. walked over, and there's this sycamore that was down, probably, I don't know, it was probably four foot. Yeah. You know, laying on its side. And he just walked up on that thing. And he didn't jump up or anything like that. He just stepped stood his paw on up, you know. Stood out for his, you know, getting up there and his tail's dragging. Up. Yeah. Oh, man, that's a big fucking cat. Yeah, man, them cats <laughs> are nuts. You, you know, know it, it is crazy and it's freaky at the same time. But I have yet to have actually a bad encounter yeah. yet. You yeah. know what I mean? It's... Oh, yeah, I haven't but, uh, been eaten yet either. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> dude. But, I mean, it, she was, or, I, I'm assuming it was she. She was a little bit smaller, but it was from me to you. Yeah. Well, I, dude. I level. <laughs> I'm sitting on my butt <laughs> against yeah. an oak tree. You <laughs> have to, without a doubt, think about the fact that they are out there and there's a ton of them. You know, I don't care what anyone says. I mean, we've had enough encounters with them. But, generally speaking, they're not bad experiences. You may see them, and it, you may take yeah, it as a bad experience. But I it, just didn't need him walking on top of me. Right. Right. right then and there. I well, what I didn't notice is that, you know, I didn't even think about it, you know. Turns around and walks off. It goes away. And I'm like, okay, well, now maybe the deer will come out. Right. right. Yeah. Cool. 
Yeah. So I'm sitting there for another hour and a half and all of a sudden it starts getting darker and I'm like, it's almost last light. Where'd that cat go? Andy? Yeah. You know? And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, I got to walk out of here. Yeah. You know? I'm like, you're kidding me, right? And yeah, I'm sitting there with a bow. Yeah. And a knife, you know? And a freaking, at least I got the back of my neck protected because I'm carrying the blind yeah. out now, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, if it jumps behind, I got a chance to at least stab it, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I got, it. So I I got a loose thinking. arrow. I got a loose arrow yeah. in one hand and a knife in the other, you know, yeah. like freaking pucker factor yeah, walking out of there. Oh, yeah. And when you're, I, you're when the I hauled that deer out by so myself all worried about it, yeah. and all my gear yeah. in the dark, yeah. that was nerve wracking. It is nerve wracking. That was a long two and a half miles. Dude, walking in the tree stands. Because I, I don't in necessarily. Yeah, it's like I don't <laughs> necessarily even hunt tree stands anymore. Not that I'm opposed to it. I mean, it's kind of what I just started out doing when I first started hunting. But I'll do it again for sure. Matter of fact, I'm going to set another one up. Uh, going in in the dark and coming out of the dark, I always have a problem with it. Like I right. always, I'm, I'm always okay edgy. In. I'm edgy at night. Yeah, the night because everything's getting active. Generally, like in the in the morning, things are like they're starting to go inactive. Yeah, I mean, time. I think like statistically, is probably the right. You know what I mean? Right That's how I feel. Well, I mean, well, like, right. like everybody's heading home for the night or whatever yeah. like that, rather than heading in, heading to go, in to go, go play. Eat. You know, but and that's it, how I feel. It is sketchy, but oh, yeah. you got to think like, I, I mean, I haven't had knock on wood, I haven't had a bad experience, and it's up to the individual to. Well, you outside just had of your, an, you just had your back to that line. Yeah, I mean, but like, I, well, I guess what I'm saying it. is, outside of <laughs> hey, Brandon, 13 yards, dude. Well, I mean, outside <laughs> of them actually jumping on you, yeah. it's it's all perceived bad experience, right? right? Like, so if you if it's at six yards and it's looking at you, well, and if it's, I've got to pull my underwear out of my ass, you know, then yeah, yeah that's a bad experience. Uh, well, that's so what the I'm pucker saying. Factor goes in there and you go, <gasps> absolutely. Yeah, that's but then a bad you, experience. But then you see it at 60 yards and you're like, oh, that's kind of cool, right? Because it doesn't know you're there. You're you're just kind of doing your own thing. But yeah, I watched a thing about this i was on youtube last night and i watched an, a moose attack and moose are dangerous. yeah dude jumped on this dude's snowmobile they'll like charged him a couple times then came at him jumped wreck on your day dude and <laughs> matt, dude, no, matt knows matt knows <laughs> anyways i guess long story short the guy ended up pulling out a glock and shot it like seven times right in the trail boom dropped it right there like right in his tracks which matt? Like, my my buddy matt, buddy matt in oh. utah he got. He's the only guy I know that's been stomped, stomped by a moose multiple <laughs> times, dude. And the same, the same thing. They. It's a his, good story. Of yeah, we, we got to get it on here. He's gonna come on and talk about it. I thought you were talking about archery, Matt. No, I, <laughs> I don't know. About I was like, his. you still got? You still talk to him? No, it's yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah it's it, it, you know, it is. I don't know. Yeah. Getting stomped by a moose probably not a bad or not a good thing. Yeah, I'd probably <laughs> take my chances with a mountain lion. Yeah, oh, Jesus. Well, and it was funny the next day. The next night after I hit, you know, saw her at 60 or him at saw the damn lion at 60, I'm set up probably about a quarter mile away. Right. And I'm in between these two bushes and, uh, yeah, same thing, sitting in my ground blind smoking a cigarette. And all of a sudden I hear this crack, like, me to you, yeah. six feet. I hear this crack. And I'm thinking, oh, fuck, man, the lion's, like, right there, you know. <laughs> and uh, I got my bow again, and uh, the windows are up like this. And there's the, the little sliver where you see through the, there's no curtain, right? right. And uh, and I'm poking around and I'm leaning forward and looking. And at the same time as I'm looking, man, this buck turns around and looks at me. We see each other at the same time, right? And I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, and I fucking scream. Scared, yeah. I, I scream. He fucking, <laughs> he fucking snorts and fucking bounces backwards. And the next thing I know, he comes out at about 45 yards and he just stops. And he's in the open broadside, 
staring straight like what what is over there you know yeah. and so i'm sitting there and i'm like okay 45 yards right and then all of a sudden i'm like okay my creed's at 285 feet per second he's 55 yards and i'm 55 yards times three okay that's a hundred that's 165 feet okay so then i'm trying to figure out how fast my arrow is going to get there and do I have a chance that he sees the zero coming at him? How fast is he going <laughs> to duck? And I'm, you know, and then he turns around and he step, he walks backwards. I've never seen a deer walk backwards, but he walked backwards to where he was behind the bush again. And then he popped out at about 80 yards because the, all the does were to my, to my left. So he's watching these does. He can smell these does and they're blowing right into him, you know? And he stops at 80 yards, and he walks out, and he looks over, flicks his tail twice, and just bounces down to all the girls, man. And I was like, you SOB. So you yeah. literally, so you sat there and ran the calculations in your head. <laughs> what? Why didn't you just draw back and let one go? You know? You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't want to wound a deer. I didn't want him at ducking. At 50 yards? I didn't want to. Well, I mean, huh? 50 yards, 50 yards. I mean, I'm not going to. Anybody can miss. Yeah, anybody. I didn't, you can I, miss at any yard. I no, didn't, I, I, I didn't I, want him to duck. I get it. I didn't want him to duck. Then I didn't want to shoot low and watch him jump over the damn thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What if he doesn't What if he doesn't try and duck the arrow? What if he jumps the arrow? You know, if I yeah. shoot low and he jumps, I feel stupid. You know? And uh, if he ducks it and I skin his back, you know, yeah. and I, I go through no man's land again, yeah. you know, and all you got is a bloody deer running around there and yeah. i'd rather make hey, sure man, it, i'd it. rather make sure it was it. you know it is it's just the same thing like i said about sj you know what i don't want to take a 45 yard passing shot i don't want that to be my shot of choice right you know what i'd rather go home with no ducks than shoot ducks at 45 to 60 yards all day right. long right um because you know what then my dog's out there running through the toolies trying to find some half crippled bird yeah you know and all I'm doing is feeding those damn marsh hawks out there. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing. You know, if I shoot it, I want to make sure that it's dead. It's dead. Yeah. yeah. That, that's ethical hunting right there, man. If I turn around and I, you know, and I shoot a deer and I make the shot on it, you know what? I'm going to sit there and look for it for two days. I just, I just want to let you know that I've seen you shoot your bow and you're more than capable of 50 yards. Well, you guys did donate a little bit of money to me. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it go down. Well, even a blind acorn finds a squirrel. Yeah. I got lucky. Speaking of bows... Did uh, any of your archery stuff ever come back to you that that got ripped off? Yeah. You know what? No. No, none of it ever. No. No. They never Insurance took care of it. Well, well. You know what? I don't know. I should probably check with the Temecula Little Police Police Department see if it ever came got turned in. Right. Yeah. You still got your serial numbers, right? Yeah. Written down somewhere. Somewhere. Or, or a picture of it somewhere. Dang. Yeah. I just thought about that. Cause, yeah. Yeah. Because we had those serial numbers written down for a long time, just in case. Oh, I had them. I turned them all in. Just in case somebody. Oh, then they would have called you. Then just in case yeah. somebody brought the bow in, you know. Like. I don't know either because, you know, when they my house got broken into about 12, 14 years ago. No, longer than that. Seven, 18, 19 years ago. And uh, I had eight rifles taken out of there. Mm. And I knew who had them. Ooh. And the cops wanted no information on that. And like a year later, that kid got busted for child abuse or something right. like that right the little tweaker fucker that stole my shit yeah and uh i know that they went through his apartment and they found all those fucking guns right yeah i never got a call back on any of that shit so oh i should probably go down there to look i probably got a whole freaking they, locker they, all to myself they didn't destroy it <laughs> Damn. well listen man do you uh 
you happen to got anything else you want to share? Anything? Yeah. You know what I know? Um, on my other lion thing it was um, I was sitting in my ground blind, you yeah. know, and I get in there, you know, probably about it's probably about five twenty, and I am walking out to there. I get in there, you know, it lights at six thirty, you know, shoot lights. So I'm, I said, hey, you know what? I get out there an hour early and stuff like that. I says, but I'll turn around. I'll go ahead and I'll grab my uh, grab my game cam, right? Because right? I was watching the trail right there. So I get in there and I pick it up. And I'm like, okay, you know, hanging around, you know play some shit on my phone or something like that you know and uh i said well you know flip through and see what's on the cam you know and uh this light ain't gonna hurt nothing so i turn around i flip on it the very first picture is a freaking collared lion oh yeah <laughs> and i look at the timestamp on it right and it's 5 15 i walked <laughs> in at, i walked in at 5 20 right yeah <laughs> so now it's so now it's oh, 40 no. now it's 40 minutes before light and i'm sitting there with a bow again i don't even have a pocket knife this time right. you know and there's and, a lion uh, nearby. And there's a lion, you know, like, and I'm like, every, you'll be amazed at how good your hearing gets. Man. Oh, yeah. It was oh, like. You hear everything. What was that? Yeah. What was that, you know? Your I senses said, are escalated. Like oh, I sent my wife a text. I says, you know, you don't hear by, for me by 730. I said, I'm right here. Drop the pin. You right. know, and I was like, come on out and look for the body. <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> the text comes back. I was just like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, there's a lion around there's here. There's a lion here. Yeah, there's a lion here, you know, no yep. biggie. But uh, well, it's just like, you know. I'm in a big plastic bag. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not yeah. like he's going to get me. <laughs> you know, the things that go through your head when you're out there camping. Oh, yeah. You know, especially when I spend the night out there, and it's just like you hear everything. You hear oh, every yeah. little animal running around, everything. And and you're just like, well, if, he, if I get, mountain lion comes, hopefully this layers of plastic, you know, maybe – It'll work like, you know, like uh, chainsaw chaps work. Maybe it'll get caught in his claw. Yeah. I'll have a chance to grab grab something. The, the things you come up yeah. with. In he'll, your he'll miss me because he doesn't know exactly where I am. I'll and Keep my I'll, head covered up. and I'll get a chance to grab him by the co- cojones, you know. You hope. Yeah, it's, uh, your mind can play some tricks on you out there in the dark. Yeah. Well, listen, dude, we appreciate you coming out here on this podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, dude, it's a good time to always have. Yeah, I know you have more stories you can tell us and about other things, and we can just keep going and going and going. Yeah, someday. Yeah. Yeah, man, we'll definitely get you on again. We'll have one from the duck blind. Oh, yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah, we got to get him out there for sure. Do I have? You at least got to get him to put in for resis. Dude, he, he won't do it. Do you have to put those green plastic things in your gun? You mean you mean plugs? Yeah. No, not really. <laughs> you know, I mean, you don't worry about it, man. I, I'll tell you what. I'll I'll give you my. Uh, I'll let you shoot my twenty-eight gauge. It's an go. over and under. You don't have to worry about plugs. There, there you go, dude. Oh, there you go. You can shoot the big gun. Boom, yeah, boom. We'll yeah. get him out there, man, reload. for sure. Boom, boom, reload. I know. Well, at least get his freaking. His yeah, I know, man. Get his go ID number. We'll dude, put him. I know. For we'll him. take his resis yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll drag you know, his ass out there. I know. We we'll yeah. get it. We get it. Watch it, dude. You get a number one draw opening day at Worcester San Jay, and he's like, "No, I don't want to go." Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, like <laughs> you're going, dude. <laughs> you know. But listen, man, we appreciate it coming out here and talking with us. It's good content. You know, all conversations are great, and uh, yeah. it's definitely a good thing. Story time with Uncle Andy. Yeah, story time. <laughs> hey, and. uh like you said with the, the past um, episode that you just had on, you know, it's support your conservation. Yes. Yep. Support your conservation efforts, you know, and um, CWA, CDA, uh, the Bow Hunters Association. Yep. yep. The Turkey Federation, you know. Something. 
Rocky jo- Mountain Elk. Yeah, join yeah. something. Yeah. Do something because if you don't, you ain't going to be hungry. Yeah, especially yeah. In, in today's so. time with the whole COVID stuff and fundraisers not being able to happen and for the raffles, the silent auctions, all that good stuff. You know, that's how they raise their money for these projects they have and whatnot. You know, there's access projects. There's opening up wetlands. There's habitat reconstruction. There's all this type of stuff that needs to be uh, paid for. And, and it's not a federally or a state-funded agency that's doing this type of stuff. It's basically all volunteers and, and donations. So, Make sure if you if you're not a part of any of those organizations that you do join and uh, support your local ones or or the state fund or <clears throat> I'm sorry statewide organizations whatever you know just be involved because uh, they go off of a limited finite resource and that's all of us right it's not a taxpayer funded program that these guys are running so make sure you support them and if you're looking to help out at Worcester and uh, you want to do something at Worcester blind cleanups or anything like that there's a friend of Worcester page on facebook fow friends of worcester uh check that out um yeah answer some questions and uh if you're serious about helping i'll let you join if not and you're a douchebag (laughs) yeah i won't yeah how about that plug plug (laughs) yourself real quick man so if these guys want to get in touch with you on where to how to waterfowl whatever what's your yeah your your all your stuff your instagram's grab is is it gabberzak yeah gabberzak is your Instagram. Okay, I knew that. Yeah, I knew <laughs> that. It's your, it's your last name. Is it really? Yeah, okay. It's uh, G-A-B-R-Y-S-Z-A-K. Yeah, so don't be surprised if people start. And I'm actually Andrew Gabrizak oh, uh, go. on Facebook. Ooh. Yeah, and you'll yeah. Uh, see pictures of his dog yep. eating tuna fish. Yep. Fresh caught tuna. She's a sashimi magnet, man. That is. Uh, yeah. All righty, guys. Stuff. We appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And uh, thanks, Andy. Have fun, guys. Appreciate it. We'll uh, bring you back soon. Sure.